It's hella black, you feel me? Yes, sir. Big episode 5-0, but fuck the 5-0, you feel me? Episode 50 in this motherfucker. Episode 50, wow. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? I know I didn't see it coming. Did you see it coming? Hell no. You know, we took a one-year hiatus, <laughs> made one episode, one-year ep- hiatus, and then now we back. Well, I'm, proud of, I'm, I'm proud of us, my nigga, on some for real shit. You know, like, I, f- I feel like it's been, you know, over a year since we really been sticking to it, and the fact that a lot of folks don't know what's been happening in between the you know, the 50 episodes, you know, niggas living regular lives, working. Working nine to fives all, and shit. All type of shit. Organizing. Um, yeah, so. Actually in the field. No really? sponsorships. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of no us. Rock Nation or nothing like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of the podcast. Um, and definitely want to say thank you to all our supporters. Like, we get hella love from the podcast for real. I feel like just because niggas be having a lot of shit going on, we don't sometimes take a step back and acknowledge what... I guess what this has actually become and what it can possibly grow to be. Um, so I definitely want to just, and that's because of our supporters, our listeners, uh, the patrons, anyone that's, any of the people that come to the live shows, any of the black students that have booked us. Um, I just want to say thank y'all for all y'all support. Um, Appreciate y'all. Keep it going. Yeah. yeah, for real. We wouldn't be here without people supporting our shit. You feel me? It's been just straight grassroots. You feel me? People telling it. It really just spread word of mouth, to be yeah, honest. Facts. You know, we ain't paid for no Facebook ads, no IG ads, no Twitter ads. You feel me? Yeah. It's just been really just grassroots. Just posting, retweeting, you know? and all that, all that other shit. Sharing yeah. it. So Shout I appreciate y'all. Make sure y'all subscribe to our app. You feel me? Apple Podcasts. Tap in with that shit. We on there. Give us a five-star review. You feel me? Tap in with our SoundCloud. Like that shit. We on YouTube, too. You feel me? So if you want to watch this episode, fuck with our YouTube. Tap in. And if you want an exclusive Patreon episode, you feel me? We always put extended episodes out. With each episode, so we always have you know ten to fifteen minutes of extra extra content. So you go to our Patreon. The extended content is fire. You niggas I'm telling you. Tap in. If you think the regular little fifty minute hour long segments y'all be getting is dope, tap in with our extended shit. Yeah, if you it's feel fire. like the episode ended too quick, it's probably because you didn't subscribe to the Patreon. <laughs> so tap in patreon.com slash pie. We got a fire episode. We got a guest in here for the big fifty episode. You feel me? <laughs> Long time fucking coming. Long time coming, for real, for real. I, th- I think you should introduce them just because, you know, you're someone that has spoken extremely highly of them. Um, they've definitely been one of your mentors from what you tell me. You know, yeah. I think it's only right that you introduce them. It's my, I got my former professor in this motherfucker. <laughs> yes, sir. For real. Like, when I was at Cal and just uh, hanging on for dear life at that university, uh, this nigga Amir left really just... Uh, Helped me out and gave me hella game and shit. Um, yeah, been a mentor and just an all around good person. So very excited to have you in here. You know, man, it's been a long time love, coming. Man. I know we talked about it and shit. Oh lot, yeah. So it's uh, and for y'all, first of all, happenstance puts us here in this fiftieth anniversary. I mean, the fiftieth. Well, shit, it is an anniversary yeah. of each episode y'all do. Anniversaries don't have to be year long things, but you know, to say. I'm proud of y'all and I'm not saying that because I'm proud that you are cultivating a following. I think truth always has a way of getting a following, but I'm proud of the fact that y'all stuck to it. Y'all stick to it and y'all stick to y'all roots as far as grassroots organizing and, and a willingness to, and Blake noticed from how I teach um, a willingness to allow yourself to be your authentic black self in the way like I know both of y'all outside of the space and I know that if you wanted to you could be like 
well, you know, the 50th anniversary of the black, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And it's like, nah, nigga, this is how it is. This is, yeah. this is the way I talk all the time. Fact. And a willingness to not change and what that means to empowering people who usually don't have platforms or access to higher educational spaces allows them to see, man, if that nigga can do it, I can do it. Because that nigga sound like me. And when you are that kind of person, it's much more influential than the person who is a slave to conspicuous consumption or to promoting the ills of capitalism as a way to be successful. Like y'all success means the people successful. So man, I'm proud of y'all and I'm yeah, happy appreciate to that for real fam. Appreciate that. I know when I was a student and taking a class, I was like, damn, this is the first real motherfucker I've ever like seen at UC Berkeley, like teaching, you know, and that shit really, and now I'm teaching now and shit. And like, I took like a lot of things that I learned in your classroom to now how I teach. So I appreciate you for, for being yourself and nah, teaching the way love. you teach me. That shit is needed, especially in these fucking academic ass spaces, man. That shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where everybody want to talk about blackness, but not be about blackness. Well, those spaces are, are in many ways are designed to root us out or to not even let us be a part of the soil to nurture the roots. Yeah. So it's like when we get in, a part of it is like I wouldn't be doing like a part of my legacy speaking to Jay-Z and the legacy, legacy, legacy shit. My legacy extends through you. Like you get known like it's like nigga, that's my former student doing that shit. Like yeah. that's my dude. These are I would much rather. One of my former students and a comrade of mine do this than to be able to say oh yeah my former student is now the president of the boom 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 that's close to the administration man i don't need that shit because that means you didn't listen to me because i i wasn't pushing that so real nigga shit you know what i'm saying yeah. so whenever y'all go out there and do stuff when y'all tapping with like when y'all say y'all when they say they in the field they really in the field you know what i'm saying and, and that's just not podcast speak that's real shit yeah and if you don't understand what the field is, then you ain't in it. <laughs> Real shit. Facts. Damn. You know? So, man, nah, but I so appreciate you for, for, the, for the folks that don't know you, I feel like you're a man of many of many talents. How would you, I feel like me and Blake have a hard time doing this sometimes for our own selves, but like, <laughs> right. how would you describe yourself? What do you want to be known as, introduced as? You know what? For all the things that I've done, What's anchored me is I'm the grandson of Talia Hassan. Um, I'm the son of Anthony Loggins, who is one of the most. Hey, I'm going to show y'all this video. My father got stabbed in one eye. He blinded that eye. One of his eyes got fucked up partially because the police terrorized him and emptied his can of sp um, pepper spray in his face, in his eyeball. And when I tell you that motherfucker's aim, <laughs> he throwing the ball, right? My dad was like, damn, they're like a prodigy in baseball when he was younger. Ended up getting in the dope game. But now he's homeless and he's out there. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I'm, that's what I'm a product of. I'm, I'm, I'm from Parchester. I'm from Southside Richmond. I'm, and I'm never going to get away from that. So to describe me, I, I don't really... I'm uncomfortable with calling myself Dr. Amir Hassan Loggins. I'm uncomfortable with people bringing up other things that I've done in my past that were, that I could use to be celebrated or put on some pedestal. Yeah. 
um, I'm just, and I'm regular as me, you know, um, a partner of mine said today, he said, I'm not trying, like the idea of black excellence is a problem in itself because being black is excellent already. He's like, I'm a quintodi, I mean, a, a quotidian nigga. He's like, I'm a regular nigga. Hey, I'm regular. Yeah. So I think my worth is make like in in order for me to throw my accolades out there, like y'all, y'all know what I do outside of these spaces. And I y'all know I don't talk about none of that. Like I could easily flex some a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. And I never do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even where I am now, employment wise. Like if I'm start throwing around accolades, I'm, I'm I've done some shit. Yeah. But I like to be described just as a regular dude. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that Blake described me as a, as his professor, but at first thing he said, "Man, that's my nigga." That's worth more to me than being his professor, because that means I've transcended the professional space. Yeah. Like that means that. When, when we tap in with each other, it's not on some like, I need a letter of recommendation for me to continue gaining access to these institutions. It's, hey, my nigga, can you, what's good with you? Like, I, I'm more into the what's good than I am the access to matriculating through blah, 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 blah. So I would describe myself just as a regular dude, man. Yeah, I, I, uh, I was just talking to my therapist right before I got here. And I think what you kind of are saying, right, is just like, based on what's important to you, what you value, that's how you describe yourself. Right. And I was talking about kind of like the accolade things and like the different things that are going on. I'm like, well, shit, when I think about what's actually important to me, it's none of the things that I've accomplished. You feel me? It's like my family, my right. friends, my community. So I, that shit definitely resonate with me, especially as someone else who I feel like I've accomplished a lot in like my short life or right. whatever. But like those aren't the things that I feel like define me or add value to who I am. Like if niggas ask me what's important to me, it's never going to be the things that I think most people would think are important to me, right? Like the music shit, the podcast shit. Like those are yeah. the things that I would think I would use to describe myself or define myself. Well, you know what? It's a There's a concept Islamically, and one of my OGs, Hashim, um, talked to me about it all. So one day we were sitting in his, in his spot, and he was like, what's your wazifa? Your wazifa Islamically, what is your purpose? Not your job. Yeah. Not your degrees. What is your purpose? So I said, being a good father. And he's like, nah, that's your responsibility. I was like, nah, that's my purpose. And I was unwilling to untangle the two. I was like, my responsibility and my purpose are intertwined. My responsibility to being a good father also means it's an extension of my responsibility to be a person who adds to the betterment of the black community here and abroad, right? Because my... my the spirit that roots my fatherhood is extended to my mentorship. Like I care, like I care. If I tell somebody I care, I care. If I don't like them, I say, fuck you. And I mean that shit. Like I absolutely mean that. You know what I'm saying? And it's yeah. genuine. You know what I'm saying? So if I give it's genuine, if I say I can't, I can't, it's not to be taken. And if you can take it out, you won't. But if I say I can't, I really can't. So, you know, like I think speaking to what you're talking about, a part of what we want to be known by is our purpose and not the things that we accumulate along our path. That makes a lot of sense, especially like thinking about we're going to be talking about capitalism in this episode. And I feel like a lot of times when people talk about accolades, it usually has a relation to capitalism. 
Like, money. oh, some I have type this. Of, some type I of have this degree. Capital. I have this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I've done this. I've raised this much money. I made this much money. You know, some people, that's like their success. Because we, we live in a society where what you do is going to determine your value. Right. Like, what you've accomplished is going to determine your value, which is then, then going to determine how I interact with you or right. your place in society. But we can't let left sell itself short like regardless you know my nigga <laughs> like bro i only i got on twitter like super late what i think the most like my peers i probably got on like a, a little later so i will say you're definitely someone that i learned a lot from just from on twitter my nigga you know what i'm saying like i learned a lot and of course earlier on like with the music shit but yeah i would say like as a, as i've been forming my politics over the past like two or three years you definitely someone that i've soaked a lot of game up from and have been like a digital mentor for a nigga and I'm sure it's a lot of other niggas. Yeah. <laughs> okay, That's okay. A, like, you might have to bring that shit to a paper. Huh? Oh, <laughs> oh, God, oh, God, bro. Like We can't let you sell yourself short, my nigga. He be, he be in the field, dropping knowledge in the classroom. You've, you've you know, kind of mastered all the different mediums for education. You know, educate niggas. Nah, man, I appreciate it, man. I mean, same with but But see, that's the thing. Like, I feel the same about Blake. You know, we, I just want to say this John. is like literally in the real time that Spider-Man meme where it's like all the niggas <laughs> falling at each other. I swear to God, this happened no, in the real time. But it's real. It's yeah. like I remember teaching Twitter before it was popping. Yeah. And Blake before Blake even had hair like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and I remember him being in there, being like, "All right." And I Blake had I don't remember how many followers he had, but we talked about it. And I, every time I would watch, and I'd be like, damn, Blake on this shit. Damn, Blake on this shit. Damn, Blake and them starting a podcast. And it was like, man, I'm watching it happen. In real time. In real time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the beauty of actually caring about the people is that in some ways, yeah, I appreciate it, like you just said. Like, I'm not going to, because in me trying to be um, um, hyper humble, it, it, um, it takes away from an ability for someone to say, no, I'm being appreciative. Yeah. Like I appreciate your appreciation. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, I acknowledge that what y'all doing is important. You know what I'm saying? I can't do what I do without y'all doing what y'all do. So, Thanks. you know, Spider-Man meme all over. The <laughs> well, it's, it's only right. That's some real niggas link up, man. I think we're going to, I hope y'all enjoy the content that we finna serve you niggas and the lessons and the knowledge. Cause it's coming It's gonna be some real shit So make sure to tap in For our SoundCloud iTunes once again You wanna plug your socials Real quick Nah Alright <laughs> Nah if, if you I only Come got on, you one gotta, like, I have one social yeah. I made a decision early Um Even though they're all Extensions of a larger Digital evil Um I knew better than To get in Facebook Because it was elitist Off rip Just on the origins And how you could have Access right. to it I had access to Facebook before it was Facebook because I was at UC Berkeley and I was at an elite institution that allowed me that space to be a part of what I was like, man, I don't want to fuck with this shit. So the only one I have is Twitter. So it's at left sent this and I don't even know how to at Twitter, whatever the fuck they do. You know what I'm saying? But that's the only social I have is um, at left sent this. So make sure y'all follow if you don't already. So. We got a good episode in store, man. You said you wanted to talk about the 1619 Project? Yeah, I mean, I thought it was only right that since, you know, this month being Black August, um, this month also marking the 400th year since the first African slave stepped foot on, you know, this native land, I thought it was only right that we fucking talked about it. 
Yeah. You know, have y'all got a chance to to peep the sixteen nineteen project? I looked at a little bit of it today. Yeah. So for those that yeah. don't know what it is, really what it is, it's like a series of essays from the New York Times. I don't know if all the writers are from the New York Times, um, but it's like a series of essays that kind of look at. I don't want to say American, but it like it, it assesses the last four hundred years in like Black America, in black, yeah, in, in Black America, or like the the the, the pivotal moments of uh, Black American history over the past four hundred years, with a with a focus mostly on slavery. For I've I've only been able to read like the first essay, like full. Right. I've been able to like glance at yeah. the the, um, the others, but I ain't even gonna lie, I stopped reading the first essay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, the, the first sentence is something like, "Oh, I remember seeing my dad's American flag." Yeah. I stopped. So that means I I, don't, I still haven't figured out if a white or black person wrote that yet. But also, like, I just think it's super important, like, with anything that's gonna be mainstream media. In a black sense, it's not going to be radical. Like that's just something we got to acknowledge off the rip, right? Like it's it's naive of us to expect mainstream something from the New York Times on a global like a big project like that is going to be from a radical standpoint, right? Like that's from the, off the rip. We know that's not about to happen. Um, but I just found power in it because you will be. And I had this I had this fucking situation in the barbershop earlier. I was getting a cut, and like my point is that you will be surprised, like how much people don't know about black and African history in this country, you know what I'm saying? Or like across the diaspora. Right. Um like I was talking to my to one of my one of the niggas in the barbershop who's from Nigeria, I believe, and I had made a comment based on the based on the essay and it was saying like of the 12.5 million um slaves that left Africa, only 400,000 of them came to America. Mm-hmm. And that's mind blowing for most folks because you would assume that we the like the like black Americans is the dominant black folks that left the continent. You know what I'm saying? Like we the biggest right. group of people that left the, so left the continent. Talk about Brazil. You feel right. me? Right. Or the, the Caribbean. Or, or the Caribbean. You feel me? Like niggas right. don't talk about that. You know, so it was just like and I just Mexico. Like right. <laughs> all over, my nigga, like yeah. literally all over the fucking world. Um so it was just like I just thought it was super informative in that sense. And then also just to I think in our everyday lives we get caught up and kind of forget the history of our people, you know what I'm saying? Like we have like, I think us three are pretty three active people who try to like constantly remind ourselves of it. You being a professor, you both you niggas are teachers. I know y'all read a lot and are constantly like exposed to this, but there's a lot of motherfuckers who just don't have access to this information. So I feel like even without y'all reading it, like y'all could talk to the importance of having a project like this, right? You find the value well, in that? Yeah, I, well, well first, according to Twitter, Jay Z fans, I, I don't read anything. This nigga Blake is a cat. Blake over here getting face. It's not the first time it happened. But yeah, according to you don't read anything. I don't read nothing. I saw that shit. I started rolling, bro. <laughs> but like, what? But the thing of it is, like, even for me, now my response that I didn't put was 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 gonna be I don't read articles. I write them, like real nigga like, shit. But I do read. Um, and one of the things I think is important for us, and I understand the value of something like this 1619 project. I also understand the value of black writers and black editors. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that it would be interesting to find out who is the, who are the writers and who are the editors and who's giving the final say of what content is allowed and what is left on the cutting room floor. Cause I know I've been in those positions writing for the guardian and shit, the Washington post and shit like that, where, I've had to argue for the capital B in my black. Just there were, no little capital, that. there were no capital B's in black in that in that entire shit. And it, and it might and the writer may have been like, "Yo, that's that ain't how I sent it to you." So and then they changed the title. All and they changed the title, all types of shit. But I think that for me, even when I think about like even in the way we talk about 
um, enslaved Africans forced into the Americas. One of the things I worked on academically when I was um, one of my larger, it was like a 50 page project, um, was looking at the African diaspora as a carceral class and understanding that one, those people were not Africans, right? You had a, a, a cluster of, of, of quote unquote tribes and nations that were forced into a singular vessel, mm-hmm. right? Pre being slaves, they weren't slaves at that time. They were prisoners. Yeah, They were incarcerated. They were shackled. They were in floating prisons. So once you're in that floating prison, and then you go into the institution of slavery, which lasted for so long. But post that, now all of a sudden we're back into a position where we're incarcerated. And we've been incarcerated ever since. So if it, it's important to articulate the diaspora, particularly as it, like if you look in any place where the diaspora, where black folks from the diaspora are, we are the most incarcerated in every single place we've no touched down. Yeah. No matter where we are. Right. So it's, and I think it's important, even when we have these conversations about slavery, to one, be able to say enslaved Africans because we weren't slaves, and two, to be able to articulate us as as prisoners because that has been a constant, right? The incarceration of formerly, you know, enslaved, blah, 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 however you frame it, but yeah. the, the incorporation of it being a space of carceral space is important because then it gets into the conversation around slave patrols and this and this and this and, this and things we talk about now, but framing those people as slaves are as prisoners who lived in open air prisons, which were, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, always keeping that connection, keeping that connection because that has been a strand of consistency throughout our experience in this country. Cause if you keep that connection, that allows you to see how this shit is still happening. How it's continuous. So in this conversation we're having now in the moment of Jay Z, right. And, Mm -hmm. And his willing participation with the NFL, right we also willingly support Jay-Z and celebrate him as a billionaire without questioning the ethics behind becoming a billionaire. Yeah. We willingly celebrate Jay-Z as being a billionaire without questioning the ethics behind him getting a, well, I think they said 10% of his wealth comes from investments in Uber and Uber's role in the deunionization of labor forces in the United States or mm-hmm. Uber's role in gentrification or Jay-Z and his 1% ownership in the Nets, which they banned now in the NBA because it's basically like every nigga said, Hove owned the Nets. Hove didn't know shit. Hove helped Brooklyn get gentrified. Like, Hove didn't do shit. So... Even, we was we was over there by the stadium. You see what that shit is. Oh, it's, me, me and Blake was talking about it. It's, it's, it's a the whole weird ass thing. Whole Foods, that big ass shit. like big ass Whole Foods. Yeah. That shit is humongous. It's like a three block Whole Foods. Well, and then you, but then you keep going down the street, <laughs> and you see the right side. You can see how shit was like used to condo look. You could kind of still see the remnants of like you can see if you keep going further. I was just out there, and you keep going, and it was weird. I was like, oh, that's the Barclays, and it's like, and then you see like, damn, it's grimier down here. It's it's. It's untouched. And then all of a sudden you see a brand new building. It's like, oh, this, okay, they're on it's their the way. Start. It's, the it's the start. It's the start, right? Yeah. Each, each, each time that that project continues to happen, it has to start somewhere. So even, so when we are willing and are willing defense of because, like, I get why people like Jay-Z. I like Just Blaze beats. I like No ID beats. I understand that people are, romanticize certain tales of you know the hood and shit like that 
while also trying to participate in a very radical black politic when Jay-Z's moves are surrounding selling selling drugs in the black community or him pushing that cheap ass liquor that he's selling. Those are the antithesis of the rules that, that of, in, of involvement in the black like if you there's a 10 point program of the Black Panther Party and then they had like a 27 point rule of being a member of the Black Panther Party and drugs and alcohol was a part of the reason you was like look but those are two things we not fucking with. So we're celebrating a lot of the thing a lot of the things that Jay-Z is celebrated for when you look at them from a capitalist perspective are have been to the detriment of our communities and that's a part of our problem we willingly celebrate him though i just think it's also because folks don't really understand how capitalism works right and i think that's why it was good that we started with 1619 because i think a lot of people can't talk about like people weren't 2019 we had an Obama presidency, but people don't want to talk about 1619, right? People don't want to talk about slavery and the foundation of this economy. And how, about like, how that's the first thing that popped into my head was the word economy. Like, like right. the <laughs> economy was built off of slavery, right? And still is. Still profit. The prison industrial complex is, come on, my nigga. And Jay-Z literally had money funding, what, ankle monitors? Come on, bro. bro. Well, and then it, and the, even <laughs> in that. So looking back, like. What do we find? Like, if you're talking about the carceral state, that's Jay Z funding. You know, being right and part of that. In more, in more ways than others in the in the in the oppression and marginalization of Black folks in this in this country. He's participating in more ways than one. Well, he's participating in things that, in many ways, it's like, and I I understand. I don't think understand. I don't think people understand. They allow certain words to slip by without interrogating them, and when you like the idea of being an advocate for reforming something. Reforming is to reshape. Reshaping something means that that thing is still there, but just in a different shape, sound, right. wording. And reform doesn't necessarily mean it's good. No, it's not good. <laughs> you can reform, like, you can reform anything, and it's yeah. like, damn, that should become stronger. Right. Reform incarceration. Okay, right. we're going to just put a, a ankle monitor on you and have like a whole prison inside your house. Damn right, man. but you're still but there, right? So to see something like, the ankle monitor situation and somebody saying, yeah, but it's this, 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 and this, but at the root of it, it's still saying I'm profiting off of this carceral industrial complex, which was built off of like, is that the, that the hard to understand? It is for some people because what I've noticed, and this is one of the beautiful things about being on Twitter and me being, I don't run from shit on there. I'm willing to engage and spar with everybody because I really don't think they can fuck with me. And so I'm willing to engage with people. I'll give them like three rounds, you know what I'm saying? Three tweets maybe. <laughs> and I think that a part of it is seeing how easily people are duped by statements and how those statements are published. And therefore they feel as if those published statements mean that they know the truth. But it's like, if you, Go behind the statement and look at the action. It's right in front of you. Right, but that means you're researching. As you know, you don't read, so. I don't read or research, yeah. but I know that usually when you do research behind, like, McDonald's ain't going to say it's unhealthy. Like, people are really, like. Like, eat I'm, fresh. Right. <laughs> you have an argument with you, and he didn't even read what you. Well, like, I, what the I, fuck? A motherfucker sit there and say, like, they're not understanding how information is given how it's consumed and what you walk away with so a motherfucker will sit there 
and watch LeBron eat a Big Mac while he's doing a McDonald's commercial. LeBron spent what he say like a million dollars a year just on his on, body. On his body? Mm-hmm. That nigga ain't eating no McDonald's, but he'll <laughs> sell you that Big Mac. The shit right. he was eating was probably from Whole Foods, <laughs> grass-fed and organic. Man, <laughs> if we're being honest, so it's like, and I and I get it. I just that's just not the frame that I value. I don't value that frame. I like my truth, and I go look for it. You a rare breed, bro. <laughs> man, we we live in. It's a wild time, man. Like, people are just like, I seen a tweet earlier, and somebody was like. With each step, it was like it really—it really was just around integration and inclusion. Like with each move, which each with each, like the gist of it was with each business move that Jay Z makes, it gets black folks closer and closer to um, winning. And I'm like, what the fuck is winning? It's like, first of all, I thought you wanted freedom. Okay, so we transition well, into I winning think freedom now. Freedom for some people is what are we just being at the table, with white, <laughs> white rich people. It's diet that's slavery. That's their—that's their freedom. It's, it's like, oh, I'm at the table. <laughs> well, that table actually shouldn't exist. That shit should be abolished. And the thing, you know, like, we had this up you, t- you, you tweeted about the odds of, of being, you a billionaire. Be, you being a billionaire. Like, like, I think that's five, what you're going to. Bro, there's five black American billionaires. Jay Z ain't never invited you to his yacht. These rich ass <laughs> niggas ain't never invited you to do any of the things exactly. y'all doing. Like, stop yeah, living through like, these niggas. Like, what the that's, fuck? That's why I don't. On? Like, that's how you know capitalist propaganda is so strong that you have broke people. We're all broke in comparison to Jay Z, bro. Absolutely, 100%. all of us. I'm broken. I'm broke as fuck, nigga. Comparison to anything, I'm broke. You know the cold part is, <laughs> like, but these broke people be defending Jay Z like they gonna get a billion dollars, bro. Like, you ain't even gonna they touch a gonna meal, bro. They not gonna, they not gonna touch none of that. And yeah. the cold part is, it gets it, the extension of it is, at least in my opinion, is there's a Chris Rock joke where he talked about if Bill Gates had Oprah's money. He'd jump out a window and slit his throat while he was still in the air before he crashed onto the ground. Them folks that Jay-Z is partnering with to do concerts and to consult. First of all, I thought the Players Coalition was supposed to do that shit. I thought the Players Coalition was supposed to be the ones who do social justice reform in the NFL. But, but they wasn't the- big enough. So they went and got Jay-Z to do the thing that the Players Coalition was supposed to do. I haven't seen what that $89 million they supposed to got. I don't know what the fuck it's done, but it hasn't been publicized. The fuck do Jay-Z know about social justice issues? What well, organizing background do this nigga got? What what group? Like People was like, you don't know the plan, you don't know the research. Nigga, in organizing, when you when you uh, announce something, the plan is announced with it. You right. get this is the it, group like, I'm about to be working with, these are the people I'm about to be working with, this is where this shit finna be allocated to. This is how it's going to go. This is the grant money that we received. This is exactly what it's going to go for. It's like, bro, first of all, how was a fucking Super Bowl halftime show social justice? Like, that's that's the wildest part is like framing that shit. It's like, oh, we have a social justice endeavor. It's like, nah, bro, you got a hundred million something to do a Super Bowl show. What does that mean for social justice? And I'm assuming that the, the people that he'll have. So in some ways, I don't know. I, I, I will say this. I don't know the details of the contract that Jay-Z signed, but based on what was said it seems like a concert promoter or a person who gives concerts right and i'm assuming that the talent he picks the talent so i'm assuming it'll be rock nation affiliated people which means jay-z is going to profit off of that so but to to the other point which is jay-z is a billionaire and that's wealthy to us but all the white folks that he he insert that that hired him like all the owners and shit they don't see jay-z as wealthy they see jay-z 
as a rap nigga. But the thing is, like, wealth and social justice don't, they're not, they're, they can't they, happen at the same time. They're, 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 they, they're not synonymous. They're literally to have one, to have, to amass wealth, social justice is your last priority, my nigga. And getting Meek out ain't enough. And I, I would argue that if you look at the timeline, that shit is all propaganda. I'm gonna fuck. It's propaganda. It's propaganda, bro. And he then he signed with them, partner with them. And then Robert Kraft. Robert all Kraft is a part is of his, his whole uh, what reform quote unquote organization. While he <laughs> while he was while he was working with Robert Kraft behind the scenes, and he will eventually have to work with Stephen Ross because Stephen Ross is the one behind the Rise Foundation that and that does a lot of the quote-unquote social justice initiatives for the NFL. And the same Stephen Ross, that's good old friends with Trump, right? All Shit, all of them, right? <laughs> but he's literally like, yo, I'm about to do, I'm about to throw a lavish party. He just party had a fundraiser. Trump. Right. Like, look who these folks are aligned with. But the cold part is this. While Jay-Z was doing that, timeline-wise, he was on Saturday Night Live with a Colin jersey on. So behind the scenes, Jay-Z's talking to Robert Kraft and them. But on Saturday Night Live, he got a Colin jersey on. I mean, because you know, it's always time to be political when it's time to get a bag. That shit is so. That shit is. It's like it's, a, it's, it's social a capital. It, he's built the social capital so that when he makes the actual capital move, niggas is blind to it. That's Jay. He wouldn't do that. He just, he just wore a cap jersey. jersey. And then Beyonce do the Black Panther. Yeah, they, know, would, never do they would, would never do that. They would never do that. Come on, fam. Bro, it's shit like symbolism. This whole symbolism. You see a black person being rich. It, don't, it reminds me a lot of like Obama. You feel me? They see a black president, and then now you see a person like Jay Z. You know, like with this whole cultural power, you know what I mean? Right. At this top and the pinnacle of like the NFL, the pinnacle of music, quote unquote, right? The pinnacle of all these industries, people see that as a symbol like, oh, we can, we can do it too. You know, it's like this like false equivalency of hope in some ways. One of my fears is because what I've noticed, what I'm afraid is, because um, like we've all seen in the last day or so is that we've, a, we've, frame this conversation as an attack on Jay-Z and what his fans are going to do is not be able to listen to any of the things that we just fucking said and broke down. Like, I don't... It's are not... We, and th- Are we critiquing them the right way? I think that our addiction to popular culture and fandom as in, as the pathway... Our, our fandom... Quote-unquote standing. Right. Is, is one in which... We oftentimes are un- unable to see the alternative pathway to success, right? So when we look at Jay-Z, it's like, man, Jay-Z did it. He made it out to hood. He's the pinnacle of success. But what Jay-Z did, like, they don't understand, one, that that's unrealistic to think you're going to be the next Jay-Z, as in, because he's the one of none. He's the one black billionaire from the rap industry. So you're not going to be him. Two, the convergence of things that came into Jay-Z being Jay-Z, whether it's Biggie's death, Pac, all these things, Big L's passing, because Jay-Z lightweight was taking, took a lot of his style from Big L earlier in his hip-hop career, but that's a whole other conversation. A lot of these things that came together for Jay-Z to be Jay-Z and his marrying of Beyonce and Beyonce going from Destiny Child to being the Beyonce we see now as a global icon. Like all, A lot of Jay, when everybody was ready to cancel Jay-Z ass for cheating on Beyonce and Beyonce immediately, res- all, that, all she did was bring that nigga on stage and everybody was like, see, Hove is that, that. like, that's how 
That's how ephemeral your anger is. Two days before everybody canceled Jay-Z, two days later, see, that's how black love works, black excellence goes. It's, we'll just continue to make excuses for this. There's nothing he can do because he's seen. Like, I think I did the worst. The worst thing I could have did, I already did in front of y'all. And y'all forgave me. Like, the worst thing he did was selling dope in the community. Yeah. Yeah, facts. And he been doing and So, he, Jay-Z... One of the things, in my opinion, and I always like to state it that way, is that Jay-Z has mastered, I said it's something similar to this on Twitter, Jay-Z has mastered the art of making black people feel like his success is our success. Jay-Z has taken the, Jay-Z in many ways has taken the dope dealer giving turkeys in the hood thing and just fucking maxed it out. national scale. Right, where it's like, Man, he, man, you know what I'm saying? He care about. It's to the, the point hood. niggas call niggas haters if you say something. Right, about it's like you niggas, critique that nigga. He's a hater. You sound man, jealous. He gave nigga. turkeys. He care about the hood. It's like nigga, you wouldn't need no turkeys if you wasn't a dolphin. <laughs> you could bite your own fucking turkey. <laughs> like, like nigga, what is this? It's the it's the prostitute. It's the pimp Bruh. that beat somebody, and then say I took care of you because. I gave you a bad I'm the reason why I'm in, you're the reason why I'm in this position, my nigga. Right. Literally. Like, do you realize the reason why you're poor is because of black billionaires? Like, do, do niggas realize that? Like, Jay-Z is the reason why niggas are doing so bad. Niggas like Jay-Z that are hoarding the wealth, my nigga, are the reason why we are doing this bad. Niggas like Jay-Z who continue to uphold the system, whether it's ankle monitors, gentrifying neighborhoods, partnering with the police, partnering with the NFL, going behind niggas' backs. It's because of niggas like that that we in the position that we in. But it's hove. White supremacy always uses like one black person though. Like they'll put one black person at the face of some shit and then the masses of black people believe it. Well they believe you know you, what I mean? we it's it's now desegregated or it's like it's now is, open. It's like, really a shot at black intelligence if you ask me, bro. Like I, I mean like that's it, what the, that's how that's how little they think with, of us. The same shit with like Jackie Robinson. He integra- integrated in the MLB, right? Mm-hmm. And that was seen as this quote unquote great thing, but that destroyed the Negro League. Right. Destroyed you know, you know, millions and millions of dollars going into black businesses. All that shit got destroyed. And he's kind of pulling the same type of move in a lot of ways. You had all these protests going on the same way, you know what I mean? But from a business perspective. Well, and it was what's um, problematic. I mean, it's a lot of things that are problematic about the situation. But one of the things I found truly problematic is Jay-Z, amidst a lot of other things that he said, you know, where he said, man, I respect the people taking a knee and players, this, this, and this. But Whenever it's time a for action. And that, that's the shit. Like, how do you decide to stop taking a fucking knee when you didn't take the fucking knee in the first place? And then also, and how are you, who are you right to say now? that no actions have been followed? Right. What the fuck do and you think Know Your Rights Camp is? NFL players taking knees currently. Right. It's Eric a slap Reed in the face and, uh, of Eric and it's a Kenny, slap right? in the face of Kenny. It's not only a slap in the face of Eric and Kenny, it's a slap in the face are all the high school kids that took a knee. It's a slap in the face of them kids and them, them Pop Warnleys that took a knee. Kids at Castlemont. Kids at Castlemont. It's a slap in the face of those mothers of the brothers who've been slain by police terrorism saying that, man, Cap taking a knee was for me. It's a slap in the face of Mike Brown's father who said him taking a knee was for my son. It's a slap in the face of everybody who found power in Colin making a sacrifice of his millions of dollars. 
for the sake of the people. And Jay Z comes in and says, "Yo, it's we time passed to all action. that shit. We passed all that. We passed all that. That, we that, that knee and shit is over. That knee and shit is over." So you can't say because that's a contradictory statement. I respect and I want. I'm gonna end but I want this over. And I believe what they believe in. If you believe what they believe in, how about this? Instead of <laughs> instead of getting up there and saying I'm going to partner with the organization that supports Trump and has done everything in its power to make sure that a voice of our generation is is removed and erased and expunged from from the place that allowed him to have a source of in, an income source. How about you get up there and instead of getting up there doing that, won't you start advocating for reparations? Won't you do something else? Instead of partnering with the NFL, why didn't you partner with some grassroots organization? That's my thing. Why didn't you? Why didn't you? Like what grassroots organization has Jay-Z been involved with? Uh, you know, I, I don't know what Jay-Z's done. I, mean, I don't know. This I'll my, say this. Go ahead. I'll I put it like this. This is not, and I and I got the receipts, you know, as they say, to prove it. I didn't talk on, against the grain on Jay Z for years. Um, when Jay Z called Harry Belafonte a boy, Jay Z called Harry Belafonte a boy, because Harry Belafonte called out him and Beyonce on not stepping up on social justice issues or using their platform, and he called him a boy. Nigga don't got no respect for social justice when, movements, when, my nigga. When, when them players wore those I Can't Breathe shirts and they came to the Barclays, you know why? It's a picture with Jay-Z, Kevin Garnett, and I forget who the other brother was. And I remember I wrote about this. Jay-Z said, they said Jay-Z wouldn't wear the shirt in the picture because it was too big. Because it was too big. The shirt was too big. What I'm saying, judging nigga by his asking, he's showing you what side he on. So when Jay Z talks about and Eric Garner literally was murdered in New York, in New York, the place where he from. When, but when, social justice issues are a priority for you. Well, and, and it's, it's time to not take a knee. So it's like Jay Z <laughs> has a history of anti-black ass shit, doing things that we kind of let slide. You know what I'm saying? Like, and we'll see, like, mm, I don't know about that one, Hove. Like. You Che Guevara with Blingo and it's complex. Nigga, that's not complex. That's a contradiction. When he'll say some shit like, can't do numbers like the roots. Like he's saying like, I, my goal, like I can't, it, lyrically I would be Talib Kweli, but I, it, it, and he's associating with, but I can't do that because I won't get money. I want to do these numbers. It's his way of saying, I'm abandoning, because if you're talking about Talib and the roots, they're associated with, what people would call authentic hip hop music. Mm -hmm. And he said, I can't do that shit. Not common, not black thought, not Talib. I got to do this other shit. So he's saying, I'm making a choice to go in this capitalist direction and I'm not adhering to the the norms and sounds or the goals of grassroots. You think this nigga got 50 and decided that money don't mean nothing to him no more? When it's been his literally his driving force. That's been his thing. He's a hustler. He's his, his entire life. His entire he's like that's what he does. He chases the bag. He secures the bag. And now at fifty, we think this nigga's decided he's growing a conscience. I mean, no. named his fucking whole business Rock Nation off of Rockefeller. Come on. <laughs> like people will show you their cars time and time again, but somehow we still believe him. And I think yeah, we use the word Jay Z a lot, but he really just a, a metaphor for right. Uh, it's just a, a name that we using for all these motherfuckers for all the for all the black folks that's constantly. Aligning themselves with the systems and the folks that keep us enslaved, that keep us oppressed. Like, come on, I'm I'm really not understanding it. And 
it's sickening. And where it hurts me at is like, as we know, like that organizing shit ain't pretty. It's not right. fun. You don't it's get. Shit. You don't. You don't. It don't. It don't lead to sitting at the table with billionaires. It don't lead to power. Right. Like we're trying to build community. Power. You feel me? It don't. It don't. It don't. It don't lead to that. That's right. not what organizing is. It don't lead to you getting to hang around motherfuckers, bro. There's no upward. Nigga, this shit is a daily struggle, day in and day out. So when I when I see motherfuckers like Jay Z, Kim Kardashian, whoever it might be, just like being the faces of these movements that folks didn't die for. And continue to die for, and will continue to die for. It's, it's a slap in my face. And then you go all these folks who are not really close to the work with a oh, we need to hear his plan. Like, bro, as an organizer, you know how shit works. Like, what? And it, you you made a point earlier. Like, oh, I don't know what Jay Z does with his money. And like, yeah, I think a lot of times celebrities, rich folks in general, they get to they get to get by with doing the bare minimum with they with their philanthropy charity type work, right? Like, from a lot of the folks that I know. That I've seen with the celebrities, they don't really be partnering with the grassroots shit. Like right. it's always like some big, big thing that they partner with some other celebrity and a charity with. But it's like, and I'm not saying like you know that they don't. It's like, but it's like maybe pennies. You know, it's like, bro, to the it, you they feel me to them, them well, is pennies. It's, right? It's pennies, bro. And I say, you not sacrificing nothing. And it's a tax, tax deductible, right? Well, and so the they, they have so much that, money, like <laughs> because somebody is going to say, say that, like we don't know what he do with his money. You know what I'm saying? Well, Jay Z, okay, Jay Z sent three people to college. You know, you don't know what he doing behind closed doors, nigga. Do it in public if you really a social, if you really a leader of a movement. Do it in public so you can inspire the people. But nah, bro, you got to. That's what my silence. thing is. <laughs> do it, do it in public. Like, no, nah, that's then they, 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 they people always like be on that real conspiracy. Like, no, nah, that's how you get knocked off. You see how they did Malcolm? Stop aligning these niggas with motherfuckers like that. Like, well, stop. the thing of it is this: if we're going to look at the history. Of black folks throughout the diaspora who have been agents of social change, you could put all of their bank accounts together and they won't equal one Jay Z. A lot of them niggas died broke. They died broke. Niggas don't be knowing how poor Malcolm and, and, and Martin and motherfuckers like that. They died, died broke. Bro. Poor, bro. Giving all their money to the movement, my nigga. And they died. You know what I'm saying? They died in the field, Murder. they died doing their work. Like, and not to say that death is the only way to, to to solidify the work that you've done, but it's like, nigga, like, this shit is a struggle. Right. It's, it's a struggle. It's, it's not a, pretty. Well, I say that because I find it problematic when, when Jay-Z says something, I'm, I forget his lyric, but he talked about, he represent for the Malcolm X or the the um the seat Rosa Parks set in and he he conjures up all these people who made sacrifices throughout history in the black and 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 if you get deeper into things some of these people are problematic right in their own way but Jay Z keeps like he references things and people that are the antithesis of what he has done throughout the history of his celebrity right and in doing so it's it's a problem because it's like he knows that by making a reference to them, it's like, oh, CJ, hold for the people. It's that black, it's that black capital. He gaining it with and the people. He, he's weaponizing his blackness, right? Like, oh, I am black. Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, I'm that next wave. Like he's there. The, he speaks as if he is the actualization of their dream. He speak like he Christ in some ways. <laughs> I mean, he calls himself hold. Like I don't. I personally don't rock with no nigga that call themselves God. That's just me. Like when you when your ego is so large that you refer to yourself 
as God and you're doing it through uh, 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 a sense of Christendom, that means you're saying like, I am your Lord and Savior. Like you call yourself Here's the path to salvation. Like you call yourself the God. Shit is done. And I'm not in I, that. That's but that's my personal politics. So I think a lot of the ways we look at anybody is highly predicated and it's telling on us. Like it's telling because it, it, it exposes our politic. Because if you defending Jay-Z because of his accumulation of wealth, then that means you are also defending the things that go into his accumulation of wealth and the systems that he's employed to accumulate that wealth. So you have you're so invested into the project of Jay-Z as a thing that you can't separate yourself from it. I'm not investing in that. So I I'm can not be critical. Any human right. being that much. <laughs> any human being to where it's just like I can refuse I can't to see it. Yeah, like to where I was just like I'm completely blind to their actions. Like fuck their actions. All I look at is the final product. Like I don't care about what he did. I'm blind to the steps that got him there. Let me just look once he reached the heights. I I, I don't do that for any human being. I don't see how. And but the, obviously that's what the masses are doing because the masses are who are able to you know support him in a way that gets him that type of power. It's really disgusting. And he just thinks he's the president of the movement. Like, who gave you the access and the ability to say, we're done with this? It's time to move to actionable shit. Like, organizers on, in the field haven't been doing actionable shit since this, That's like, the part rebirth that sick when he was like, of the black liberation I'm movement. Like, Bro, first of all, Cap donated over, like, a million dollars to different grassroots organizations. That's an action. That's an action. The whole Know Your Rights camp. That is an action. action. Separate from Cap, it's niggas all over the world taking action day in and day out. And at the camps... He brings in local folk like in order for them to have. So the know your rights camps. And I'll say this because I'm involved in those camps. I know that Colin is hustling out of his own pocket to pay for those camps. I know that he's in the back filling those backpacks up with with books and resource tools I know that they're employing local black owned businesses to cook the, those large for 400 kids. That's a big pay. That's a big chunk of money for somebody that's a black owned business that doesn't get a lot of business. And it's all of a sudden 400, you cooking meals for 400 folks and you get that big whop of money that might change the trajectory of your business. Right. So it's not even looked at as in supporting black owned businesses, but that's what he's doing when he, when he has a camp and he don't put his fucking name on it, he don't even put his name on the camp. It's the know your rights camp. It's not the Colin Kaepernick know your rights camp. He's like, look, this ain't about me. These camps are for the people. That's why I do the camps. So when you have somebody who's donated money out their pocket, Colin and donated more than a million dollars. And I know that. I know that. Um, but when you have somebody who's done work, who's sacrificed, who has shown genuine care for, quote unquote, the people, and then you have someone come in and and say something like it's time to move on from the thing that that person started. 
You don't move on from those people. I will never move on from Marcus Garvey, Malcolm X, and none of these people. I would never move on from Angela Davis. Are you, how can you move on from Asada Shakur? I don't give a damn. If, I, I, Asada will never die because we can't move on from her or her actions. I will never move on from those who actually put some work in for us so to have anybody say you should move on from somebody that put it down or somebody that the people saw as a symbol of putting it down you telling them to move on from that is a fucking problem and if you want to try to couch it in the in the framework of the nfl and all this no nigga you telling everybody it's time to move on from that and those actions and that person that is that has been sacrificed by the NFL for those actions. So that's why I can't rock with that shit. Yeah, it was from the moment I saw it, there were, I'm like, oh, this is, dis- I can't fuck with this at all. This is disgusting. This is sick. And then, you know, like but the people- fact that it's been happening for so long, like working this deal, like apparently it's been happening for like a year or something like that. Right after this nigga just said shit, like, I'm not fucking with the NFL. Like you said, he did the whole, like, put that shit on the album. Yeah, shit, y'all need like, me. I don't need y'all type shit. He's working the whole deal. But that's a reframing of that me- that narrative. Because when we first heard, it's like, okay, he ain't working with the NFL. He ain't doing the Super Bowl because of Colin. Like he's in quote unquote solidarity. He's, yep. Right. right. That's and what then we it's think. like, nah, I, I told Travis Scott not to do it because his not because of Colin, but because they wasn't paying him enough, or that he was more valuable than going on behind Maroon Five or whatever. Then it's like, okay, then retroactively we have to reassess your intentions because you and you, but you didn't say that before. You didn't say that before. You said it because you wanted muff. You, you you knew we would make that automatic connection, right? And that was profitable. For now you. that you've signed that 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 dotted line with the NFL, now you're providing clarity. Well, then retroactively, we take away the credit you got at first. Like, why can't niggas take that away? Like, y'all y'all supported him for this reason. He said that's not what he was doing. Then y'all that's got to go there. Take that away. Like, the fuck? You don't get to give him credit for something he said he didn't do. You can, but you stupid. Delusional as fuck. Delusional. Like, so, nah. You know, and, and like you said. He literally came out and said, I was not supporting this nigga. And niggas are still going to give him the fucking love and support as if he did say he would support the nigga. But you said it earlier. This is a part of a larger situation, right? This is a part of ideas and notions around supporting black capitalism. Like, so I know y'all wanted to talk about that. And just for people to understand that haven't done the reading, black capitalism as a term was coined by Richard Nixon. The same man who launched the war on drugs. Same man who launched the war on drugs. The, the the boss of J. Edgar Hoover, the architect behind Pro, that he said, Richard Nixon said, that one of the goals of black capitalism was to lessen black radicalism. So his one of his goals was to fold the black community into this notion of black capitalism in order to to diminish the demands of folks like the Black Panther Party. Right. And we're in that time period is the black power movement. Right. So he's saying like black capitalism is an extension of the end or eradication of the black power movement, because your black power will now be folded into black capitalism. And if you having black capitalism, then it is the offshoot of regular capitalism. And you'll never be able to overpower that you are an offshoot of. You are a part of, you are you a subsidiary right. of capitalism. You the you, you little homie. 
Like you the little homie of Kaplan and we'll always control you. You'll always be exploited. So, <laughs> you know, like Jay-Z is, I don't want to give that nigga that much credit. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay-Z, it, Jay-Z's have been here before and they'll be here again. Like that that's the reason shit that Du Bois said or Frederick Douglass or um Malcolm or whoever, right? We're talking about Fannie Lou, we're talking about Ida B. Wells, we talking about Sojourner Truth and Ain't I a Woman. We talking about all those shits that they said hundreds of years ago, 50 years ago, 70 years ago, whatever years ago, is still applicable because shit ain't changed. And they always spoke about Jay-Z. Jay-Z was always there. They always spoke about Trump. Trump always been there. They always spoke about the ills of capitalism because it's always been here. And to not think, to, to think that he's the end, nah, he's not. He's a symptom of a problem. Right. He's a symptom of a larger problem. And what we have to now is talking about moving on. We need to move on from the model that the Jay-Z's of the world produce and figure out what is it going to take for black folks to understand that capitalism is not the only system of economics that exists in this planet. And for some reason, people think like capitalism is the only way you can do money. And it's not. Capitalism is not like you. There's a, other ways for black folks to do the thing about getting money. And we need to start focusing on how do we, as people, figure out a, a, a economic system that is beneficial to us? Because capitalism may produce a person, a Oprah, but a Jay-Z. As black folks as a whole. Right. But as a whole, capitalism build. is to our detriment. Right. Yeah. So we have to literally thinking, that's what it was designed to do. Right. And it's to about, not have to not for black folks not to right. to move up. Anything that has its roots it keeps us in, in the enslavement of Africans <laughs> is always to our detriment. And I think that's what people think is that, you know, we had the civil rights movement. We had this black power movement. And all of a sudden that 2019, some shit is different. Like this shit is still the fucking same. It's only evolved. You feel me? It's only got stronger and stronger. And for every every stride we make in which it seems like we're doing improvement behind the scenes, it's another 10 things happening to ensure that we stay enslaved. Like fucking Obama was seen as quote unquote progress, right? Even though that nigga was fucking bombing, you feel me, and deporting undocumented people. And then look what happened, Trump. That was seen as like quote unquote backlash, even though Obama was good for white like, oh, we, we, was, we was just starting to move forward. Like nigga, what? Obama was not no progress for the black community. So I think that's why it's so important to have this like historical understanding of the shit that's happening because when you have the historical understanding nigga 1619 was when the first slave came enslaved african came to america you feel me america was created what 1776 so think about all that wealth that was built in in that time period even before america was even started quote unquote and now now we're here in 2019 and slave owners still have you know hell of fucking money plantations are still owned by white people now they're prisons on the former plantations right I mean, at the end of the day, when when Colin first took a knee, Obama was the president. Hmm. It wasn't Trump. All them black folks getting killed while Obama was the president. Mm-hmm. So Obama, like I tell students, Blake here attested this, presidents do president shit. Presidents are going to do the goal of the president is not a president is not 
and activists. And that was one of the problems. People couched ideas of activism into the body of Obama because he was black. And they felt like, oh, man, he, he about to set it off. No, he's not, because they're always going to say, well, you know, my my responsibility is to the American people. Well, when you say that, you're basically like. I'm my goal is to satisfy the most people, the majority, the powerful, the powerful, the and, ruling class. So if your goal is to satisfy those who represent the majority and we're quote unquote, the minority, then we are a blip on your radar. We're not a focal point. And now if he said my goal and I'm going to invest all my power into making sure that the oppressed see li liberation, see justice, hey, he ain't going to say that. And the cold part about it is if he did say that white folks don't realize they'd benefit more than black folks even that way. Because it's the majority of them that are on welfare. It's a lot of them in prison too. It's a lot of them that are poor. And they dumbasses is the same way we support Jay-Z. They supporting Trump. <laughs> That's straight heat. So we all stupid. <laughs> because there is this addiction to the idea of accumulating wealth. This American dream mythos it's like this idea the, the american dream man the american dream is rooted in everybody else's nightmare like if people it only really exist for one percent of people in america is the american dream man all you know it what is, i mean man. Like, <laughs> but i mean even if you know if america thriving that means some some foreign land isn't period or some domestic land is yeah because if america is thriving the hood ain't for sure so it becomes like, you know, one of my mentors, um, Professor Allen, talks about an internal colonization model. Like, it's happening. We just don't call it that. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, I, I don't know. I know how far we are from 1619 technologically. In the linear aspect. <laughs> right. In terms of time. <laughs> but some of the same things that led to, if you're saying that somebody deserves to be enslaved and they're black, that is a form of anti-blackness, even though that wasn't the phrase that was used at the time. If you're saying that certain poor um, Slavic folk or Irish or whatever, that before they became folded into the idea of being white are worthy of indentured servitude, that means basically saying them poor white folks, we don't fuck with y'all either. Like your class of people, we don't care about you either. And we still support a system rooted in a constitution that was designed by rapists and colonizers as if it is still contemporarily relevant to a people in 2000, what were we, 2019? That's so, the wildest shit. We still living under that same constitution. That was drafted by, by I don't know, slaveholding, genocidal it's like we 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 and, and we're supposed to act as if that don't count it's like no it does count if you like in an era of canceling people based on their wickedness we are still slaves to a constitution where thomas jefferson had one of his enslaved children in the house that looked so much like him that it freaked out the people in his house 
You talking about a Thomas Jefferson that said black women were so lascivious that they fucked orangutans. That's one of your founding fathers. That's the nigga who you let tell how the society is supposed to function. A nigga who was saying shit like that. You. And that's the history of this shit. And it continues. Right. Abe Lincoln said that. I mean, look, man. That nigga, in the essay that I read, that nigga Abraham Lincoln said, what he said, he said, y'all are not safe around us and we are not safe around y'all. So it's best if y'all lead this motherfucker. Like, he was like, we we don't, basically he was like, y'all not safe around us and we don't even like looking at y'all. When he was trying to advocate for free for free black folks to, to go leave. to leave. He said, y'all are not safe around us and we don't like looking at y'all. Like, literally, like, it, it hurts us to look at y'all, to look at black skin. That left Abraham Lincoln's mouth. And I swear to God, I've heard niggas say that Abe Lincoln was black before. Like, I've heard that shit, bro. Our first black president. Shit like that. Niggas is crazy. That's the niggas. That's our founding that, fathers. That niggas was saying shit like that. So, like, that's the foundation of this fucking country. And all that shit is still relevant today. Even more relevant. Right? Because this shit has only gotten stronger. You feel me? You They just took over... And stole hella land. 13 states. Now there's 50 states. Now this shit's a whole fucking empire. Military bases throughout the whole fucking world. America literally can be anywhere. Wherever you go. Within 20 minutes. And nobody has a military base here. Not a single person. That'll be the day. America got them all over the fucking world. The world. And the more it, it becomes a thing where it's like because like we were just talking about earlier, it's not it's not just Jay Z. It's like, Jay Z just a pawn at the end of the day. Right. He's 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 here right now. He's Jay Z. Okay. That seat can change. R- right. J- let Jay Z really radicalize. See what happened. <laughs> See what body they put on him from back when he was <laughs> running weight up and down to Virginia. All that shit he rapped about back in the day. They'll pull a body up on that nigga. Like the statute of limitations of that ain't over. Yeah. Like if they want to, they like. As soon as he decided, as soon as he, game. yeah. Like the ruling class chose Jay Z. Jay Z didn't he fucking. Aligned, he aligned like, with the mission. He aligned with the with the mission. I don't. I don't know. A period, and there hasn't been one. I'm not gonna say I don't know. I'm saying that, you know, um, facetiously. There hasn't been a period in the United States, even pre-proper United States. Where white supremacy and anti-blackness have not been a problem. And it's not going to change with a black billionaire. It's not going to even change if Jay-Z own a team. Because Jay-Z owning that team, I'm going to tell you what he's not going to do. He's not going to say, you know what, with my team, I'm going to make sure that everybody get guaranteed contracts because I'm for the black players. Nah, nigga, you going to give unguaranteed contracts like them white folks because you are a part of their system. So if Jay-Z get in there, he's going to say, my players going to have, I'm going to put some of my money in and them having um, helmets that you cannot absolutely not get a concussion for. And I'm going to make sure that my players, when they retire, they get universal health care for the rest of their life. Jay-Z ain't going to say that. Jay-Z going to do just like he did the Young Gunners when that nigga was paying them $1,300 a show while that nigga was making millions. That Jay-Z. 
Jay-Z, if you listen to, man, I'm telling you, go back and listen. I was telling people on Twitter, go listen to some of them Beanie Siegel interviews when he was going at Hove Head. When he said, man, I was in jail. Beanie Siegel said, man, it's documented. It's court documented. He said, I was in jail. And I put in dirt. I put in work for that dude, man. On the rock, La Familia. I bought in. He's like, I was, he said, I wasn't even tripping off the raps. I put in real work for them. He said the judge, something to the effect of the judge asked him, would you vouch for him or something like if he went on tour, would you vouch for his whereabouts? As if to say, because if you do, he will let him out. Jay-Z said no. And Bean said, man, they put them cuffs on me and put me right back in, the, in, in jail. Imagine he, having to see that nigga all over the TV and being fucking revered. That nigga said he was at uh, some concert. As a social justice icon. He said he was at a concert, not that I forget when the, the interviews were. He said he was at a concert in Philly. He had just did a show with Jadakiss. Jay Z didn't want him there. He said he got off. The, he immediately got off. So he said, "Man, I'm watching from the stands, and now I see the police sweeping the building, looking for me. But they can't find me because I'm in the crowd. They was looking for me backstage. So he said that he Jay Z get on stage. He see Beans, salute him, and then." In the midst of his rapping, he go tap somebody. That person come to Beans in the crowd is like, oh, how you doing, man? It's good to see you again. Then that person went to the head of security. And then the head of security came, and they came with the police. And he was like, I got an all-access pass, man. I, I, I don't have to leave. He was like, well, that pass is denied now. And the police took him out the building. So and that nigga a snitch. That's what Beans was saying. I don't know Beans like that, but those stories, I haven't heard anybody say anything against them. And I'm only saying that to say that, you know, nobody, nobody questions Jay-Z doing two albums with R. Kelly. Then declined to comment recently for like, now you care about social justice. This is, this R. Kelly shit, like where niggas are still trying to get niggas to testify. This shit was happening while he working this deal with the NFL. Apparently a chance to speak up on a social justice issue. Or my nigga declined the interview. Or to speak on it. Or to just be able to say, man, you know, I made a mistake. Because niggas make those. That's my thing. Niggas be like, man, everybody got a pass. I'm like, nigga, a pass that's currently still happening? Like, I've done some things in my past that, like, yeah, if motherfucker want to bring it to my front door, I'm going to have to hold myself accountable for it. Your past can't be perpetual. Yeah. Like, like it's not, not a past then. Yeah, it's like, you. this is who you are, my nigga. You do this all the time. And that's the thing, motherfucker. Somebody literally said to me, like, bro, everybody made mistakes. Nigga, he is 50 years old. This ain't no fucking 17-year-old boy we talking about. Right. This is a 50-year-old grown man who has a history of this shit. this shit. It's not a mistake. He does this day in and day out. Ain't a mistake, nigga. This is his character. When do we go from mistake to character, my nigga? At what point are we just going to make that decision that this is who this nigga is? But at the end of the day, I honestly, Young Gunners, Beans, Dame, Dame, all of that type of shit. I, I'm not, hey man, it, I, that ain't even what I'm talking about. But what I'm saying is when we understand Jay-Z and R. Kelly and like, man, we ain't tripping off of that or him cheating on Beyonce or we ain't tripping off that or him calling um, Belafonte a boy or oh, we ain't tripping off that or the things that we have let go. I'm saying that to say that the idea of looking at Jay-Z as if he is pristine and perfect is a problem the idea of looking at jay-z as if he is incapable of being fallible is a problem the idea of looking at jay-z as if he's don't know what the hell he's doing by signing 
a contract with the NFL and making the announcement on the third anniversary of Colin taking a knee the exact same day, I don't think that shit is an accident. And if it was, you were stupid and they tricked your ass into doing it or you were malicious and didn't give a fuck. But either way, you a problem. Facts. Either way, you a problem. So I just believe that, you know, the systems that plague black folks should be critiqued by black folks and the agents and the benefactors of those systems also should be critiqued by black folks. And he's one of them. And not in the same sense, like people was asking me earlier. So what's the difference between Eric Reed playing in the NFL and Kyle I mean, and Colin getting his money from, from the Nike. grievance. Yeah. And that, it's, that's been niggas been saying that shit on rewind. Well, <laughs> it, that's like me saying I Blake know from being in my classroom. I've critiqued the institution of, 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 of academia while I'm working as a professor. Like I'm I got a job. The system is a problem and I have a job within the system. I pay from I pay rent and that shit is a problem. Like the way they hike those um, fucking rent up and particularly in the Bay Area. That's a problem. <laughs> But I still pay my rent. Colin had a grievance against the NFL and it, the arbiter, he sued them because they denied him money and blah, blah, blah. And he, you know, was in a lawsuit. It was a it was a grievance, an employment based grievance that all of us should do when we're wronged by our employer. It's not a it's not the same as you saying I'm partnering with. Like who, where else can you go if you want to play football in the United States? They've monopolized the industry and anybody that try to get some shit cracking, they crush that shit. What was the shit that, that just happened? The AFL or the XFL. What was the one that just started too? The one like it was just, it made like six games. It was, I forget what they called that shit. But that's why we don't remember it. Yeah. Right. So some some shit like that. But. It ain't like the NBA where you can get D-League overseas. Like, nigga, well, you can't make he, no money right. playing football nowhere overseas. else but in the NFL. Right. You can't go to China. CFL. None of that type of shit. Pennies. So, you know, I just think that I Jay-Z just happens to be a focus right now. But I think that he and his willingness to partner with the NFL is disappointing. Like there's a because it's disappointing because I know a whole lot of niggas that love Jay Z, you know what I'm saying? Just like man, they were really hurt by that. I'm I, I like Jay Z. I like especially when I was when I was younger. I, I was a really big fan of him because um, he does have skill. You know what I'm saying? It's like rapper. it ain't like that nigga ain't got skill. He ain't got bars or whatever. And when you know you grew up poor and shit, it's like you know you 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 you're in that. It's the same way I grew up looking up to dope dealers. Like I looked up to them niggas because they had something and I had nothing. Yeah. So, but at the same time, I see it is truly problematic, and I keep using that word intentionally. That where is the other black celebrity willing to say, "Yo, hove, you out of pocket." But they, all, but they all aligned with him, though, to see, be honest. If Pac was alive, I feel like he would have been... Pac would have had the, the, the social capital, and I think that's a part of it, too, that who who in the black entertainment world has the social capital no of Jay-Z outside Beyonce. of Beyonce? <laughs> Beyonce. Right? Or Oprah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? The other, black, the other black gazillionaires, nigga, who, so, like, aligned with Pac that shit. But Pac would have been able to say, nigga, fuck your money. And it would have been... People would be like... 
damn, you right. Fuck your money. Ain't nothing but poor black nigga. folks holding this nigga accountable. Who right. He fuck was on some fuck your couch <laughs> shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> this ain't about that. Right. So, what I would hope is that there is some young black artist out there that feels a certain kind of way about this situation that has the courage to they don't because they don't have the platform or the power to come at Jay-Z like that if they really feel like yo man I don't agree with you on that I can't say it because you could fuck up my whole world like you blackball like you can right. blackball, you can blackball me because you are powerful like you don't like you wasn't just talking shit when you was bragging about being with the Obamas like that's power yeah but I hope one of them say I Kendrick I, somebody Kendrick like the only like but he's still see. in that industry. Yeah, it would take. It wouldn't be a Kendrick or a Cole, even though they their their recorded politics say that they should speak differently. Yeah, it would have to be Dre. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like somebody that's like it had to be Puff. Somebody that's like, I got enough money to absorb you not liking me. Yeah, you can't ruin me. And you know, I would love to see. Spike Lee or Cornell West or what Tana Hesse has to say, like those who have supported Colin in the past with prominent platforms, are you willing to support him in the face of Jay Z? Like, and I'm not saying that they won't, but I'm waiting. I be checking Cornell's timeline all the time to see what his thoughts are on this situation because this is a big national um, conversation, particularly within the Black community. And you, as a quote unquote thought leader, should chime in. And I'm I'm waiting, and I'm not saying. And there's only won't. one thing to be said, though. Like, I've I've he was critical of them before for something. He was critical of, of Jay Z and Beyonce for something around Obama. Or, yeah, he was he was critical. But I think I that, know Wayne Brown got a lot to say. <laughs> I'm waiting for somebody to say something too. You know, and I, it, it's besides it, poor black folks, that's going to be the only people that speak. Right, up. and we poor. Yeah, we like, out here talking. A, we gives a fuck with. We pull, we pull on the podcast. Who gives a fuck what I got to say? To be honest, Man, my little what, three thousand followers, that? baby. You feel me? Like maybe they got. You feel me? My little my niggas who like you know yeah we don't fuck with that shit. But other than that, the masses, nigga Jay Z touching millions of people at any given time. Man, Jay Z, Jay Z had the power when he made that deal with uh, what was that Android. He made sure his album was in everybody's phone. That's power, man. Yeah. I. My title, and I got with title because I'm like, yo, that's black owned type of thing. And I didn't put Beyonce album in my playlist. They did though. That you got the power to put. I didn't. I didn't press that button. You put it in there. Like Jay Z has power. He has influence. Um, he has a weird backwards form of black power. And I think that we. It's like when Baldwin said that he something to the effect of I have every, you know, I love America and I have every right to critique America because of that. I love black folks. I love hip hop and any nigga that rap. I got a right to critique him and his actions. If I got a right to critique and go at the head of Kanye, I got a right to go at Jay-Z. If if we have a problem with Kanye West. And I, don't, I wouldn't even consider Kanye was partnering with Trump. He just supported him. Jay-Z took it to the next level and signed contracts with those who are the friends and supporters of Trump. That's another level. He's doing business with them. But then everybody's like, fuck Trump. But then when Jay-Z do it and partners with, you know, 
his business associates. It's like people t- turn a hold, you know, blind eye to like but they, because you know, Jay Z like, do it. So well, it's 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 the um the idea that yo nah man Hov gonna pull it out. Watch what he do. And I think he gonna that, fool Trump. He gonna fool his check, business partners. <laughs> right. And I think Jay Z is smart enough. This is the cold part about it. And I think Jay Z is smart enough as a business man, right? Type of shit. Wait, that nigga's smart. He's smart enough to be like, oh, okay, there's some backlash going on. Let me do some shit to be like, see, Hove did some. He so he'll he'll make a documentary that he will make money off of. It's so wild. The nigga, <laughs> the nigga fucking I was thinking about this shit. Like I'm like, he did the Cleve Browder shit. Cleve Browder. Yeah, he, he did, did that the meek, shit. He did the Meek Mill shit simultaneously too, right? as this nigga was fucking with the ankle monitor and shit. And he wouldn't wear uh, I can't breathe shirt. Like, nigga, what's the real story? Who do you? Who are you really supporting here? The people or the police, my nigga? Like I'm confused. He just he just did the the free Meek shit. Partner with gave Meek a new a new deal with Rock that's Nation. Why they, that's why niggas believe him so much is because he's putting out this like this quote unquote woke version of himself. Like he's for the black community, but in reality, he's for his own pocket. Stop you know what it's that? That's that black capitalist propaganda. If you gonna get you know a black mean? person out of the penitentiary or in, out of the pen in Philadelphia, go get Mumia out. Go get the poor black folks out that motherfucker. Go get Russell Schultz. He did 21 years in solitary. Speak for him. Speak to your uncle. Like, and I don't think Jay-Z understands that. And it's funny, you look like him, as a matter of fact. But not Jay-Z. But um, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, I know what you they mean. don't throw the podcast people like <laughs> Damn, Blake look like Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> it's real people out here struggling. Niggas still locked up. That, that was why I had such an issue with uh, Beyonce's Beyonce Super Bowl performance because it's like you're using this Black Panthers as a fucking costume. Meanwhile, you have Panthers still locked up to this day. You feel me? What are you like, doing to support them? Niggas still locked up to this day. And if anything, if nothing else, I think what I'm hoping that those who are, like I called them this morning, Captain Saver Hoes. Bro, I was laughing when you said that. <laughs> it was like, it's one of them things that I'm like, you... If you do love black folks and Jay-Z, I can't tell you not to do that. But what I can say is that if you love those celebrities that you put money in their pockets, you also are invested in them. And as a person invested in them, you also have a right to call them out when they are not doing things to the benefit of the people, especially if they say they are. Right. Like if you say you're going to do it, then nigga, I'm going to hold you accountable. So... I want to see more than like you. How many times do y'all give out um, hygiene packets and food to the people? At least forty times. Like how many times have we? I mean, yeah, I can't I don't even. Know. I, can't I mean, we've done it so many times. Yeah. We can't even keep count. To it's, be been honest. Of, it's been how many years? Two. Two. It's been a, it's been a bunch of times. We yeah. fed at least. We probably provided at least ten thousand meals. I would say. I need I I what I need is and we this. just regular and yet, that's what I'm saying <laughs> so like we just regular you feel how old me when we start 26 how old are you 27 so these we two, started this shit when we was what 20 25 24 yeah two regular ass people with jobs niggas didn't even have jobs at that time and just just right? but just yeah. regular folks <laughs> doing that kind of work like you said ten thousand meals socks like you're addressing the immediate needs of people who have nothing. And what I'm saying is this. I don't need a billionaire doing the same shit y'all do. 
you can do more. If you got a if you a billionaire, he's like, look what I did. I just gave out some packs and did this and did. Nigga Blake and them did that. <laughs> That's real you, shit though. You need to be like, you know what? Fucking housing, bro. The, exactly. I like just bought. I just bought build. off a block, and I'm dedicated to free housing. Skyscraper. How about you buy them Marcy projects you always talking about? And give everyone free and rent. Give everybody do something, right? Like or turn turn your business into like a cooperative. Something. You, you know what I'm saying? He's not like, even giving his artists a good contract, so we know he's nigga not for it. <laughs> do nothing for niggas. He don't got to do nothing for. So I'm. What I'm saying <laughs> is. I think that, that nigga we signed fucking uh, Van Jones. That's when I knew that shit was foul. Rock Nation. That nigga signed Van Jones. Yeah, you remember that? I, to, first, a, to an activist contract. I didn't know that. And the idea of an activist contract is hella funny. Yeah, he was signed to the Rock. They had like a little announcement about that and on shit our, too. Uh, second episode of Hell Black. Yeah, uh, activist contract. You know, like when like you know like when um when like high school players commit to their college or whatever they yeah. get like that little postcard thing where it's like they them with their helmet on and shit van jones had one of those for rock nation <laughs> should be wild fam man. it'd be wild hey man and van jones the type of person who play both sides like oh trump is very very presidential and then you see the type of shit jay-z do partnering with people that are trump's best you know closest business partners this shit is right in front of us so it's like we gotta way. judge that shit for what it is Look at people's actions, not what they say, and don't get caught up in the past. All you want, Jay Z is not the same nigga from Marcy Projects. No, he's not the same. Or he is because that because he was he was doing detrimental shit. (laughs) So I mean, I guess everything I'm saying is to say that you have the right to be a critical thinker, and you have a right to, you know, interrogate. A situation when you feel like there's something awry you and I don't think that's a problem I think people should be critical of Jay-Z partnering with the NFL we should all be particularly the timing of it yeah this is fresh off like what's his name Ross right yeah he just had a whole fundraiser for Trump right announces it a week later we we have to be like that's propaganda right there, you feel me? Because the NFL getting backlash about you know Trump and all that shit. Hit these niggas and then, with the Jay Z. Jay Z. Hit them with the Jay Z. Or if like nobody's gonna say, oh shit, Jay Z was working with Robert Kraft. Wait a minute, wasn't Robert Kraft caught up in some some um, sex ring? Oh, answer for that. Like because they're not, but by association, it's like, bro, you you. You're right now traversing in spaces of um, greed and power manipulation that is the antithesis of black liberation. And at the same time, you have, what's his name, Epstein, too? Yeah, they was fucking with Epstein. And Trump was hella cool with that nigga. And somebody's going to say, well, you can't make the connection between Jay-Z and Trump. That's some seven degree of separation shit. But no, but I can say that you knew all that information before Wednesday. You knew that before Wednesday. You could Jay Z could easily like, you know what? Y'all fucking with the wrong niggas. I, I can't really be down with that. I can't do this shit, man. My my consciousness won't allow me to. But there's a difference between black consciousness and capitalist consciousness. Or unconsciousness. And I don't see partnering with the NFL to do what he's doing at the expense 
of someone who was trying to do something for or is because he's still he's still out here doing stuff. Um, I don't see that as a, as 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 a good move, and nobody else should. And especially you niggas that Jay Z ain't doing nothing for. Beyonce and Jay Z charge you three hundred dollars a ticket and then tell you they love you. <laughs> they don't need any more money. Three hundred. They don't need any more money, fam. That like they literally like, don't need any more money. They need more money, so he partners with the NFL to do social justice. Nigga, you are a billionaire right now. You don't like, need no. They more said their grandkids, grandkids is good. Capitalism does not know. No, um, it does not know end. It means just keep going, going, going by any means necessary. Get, 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 get. Accumulate, accumulate, accumulate. Hoard. And then it's like, well, how far? Like he said, fuck it. I need a billion. Then he's, oh fuck it. I need a trillion. He ain't playing when he say that shit. That nigga gonna open a private prison at some point. Ankle monitors to private prisons. Like that's like he probably has investments in private prisons. If we're being honest, he's invested in fucking uh, ankle monitors. I'm sure, if you trace the money. Hey man. I don't know. My thing is what I hope niggas took from this, however long we talked, is that judge motherfuckers by their actions and the shit is right there. You can't say you stand for social justice issues when everything you've done in a does not align with that. Like it's that fucking simple. Niggas is saying, Oh, he got a plan, he got a plan. His, his does history show that his plan is gonna lead to some social justice shit? No, that is not a priority for him. Revolutionaries put money on ten is, point programs. That nigga has no fucking program. Money <laughs> is money is the motive. That's just the move behind it. Let's just make it clear. Money is the yeah. motive, nigga. And if y'all want to keep making excuses for that, nigga, guess you dumb too. Period. We all stupid, like Lev said. <laughs> hey, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> because for those who keep capping for him, it's like, God damn, man, like, what has he done for you? If nothing else, I'll say this. And this is the last thing I'm going to say. I don't care if you agree with me. I don't want you to if it's not your true belief. But don't act like I don't have a point. Don't act like I don't have a right to critique somebody that has done something. And in my case, somebody that I actually... See, I know Colin. I don't know Jay-Z. So I'm going to come to the defense of somebody that I know and somebody that I know what they've done that they are too humble to actually say on their own. I know what he done done. So I don't know Jay-Z, but I know what Colin has done. I know what he tries to do. I know what his, what some of his goals are. And I know that he, though people think he got all the fucking money in the world, even though Jay-Z got real Jay-Z got a billion dollars, man. <laughs> and that's not counting Beyonce. You know. So it's hard for me to just sit there and swallow somebody talking about social justice and then they also bragging about their daughter having, you know, cashmere socks and basquiats on their wall and you know how he said, you know, something to the effect of selling drugs and washing it in your community that's how you rinse it or you know gentrify, gentrify your, your own community <laughs> they do. Gentrify your own hood. He did my that. grandkids grandkids is gonna be well off right it's uh, the it, world's still around it's my centered on you know so i don't know i just hope y'all critique critique those who deserve to be critiqued do some research read past um pre pre-scripted speaking points 
because that wasn't like it was a debate. Like if somebody was there to be like, oh, so you said that. Well, what about this? I bet you those answers wouldn't have been as clean and crisp if somebody had been there to challenge it. It was all shit for it to go boom, 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 boom. Sequence of questions. This is they going to ask you. This is the question they're going to ask you. So, you know, hey, I know y'all closing closing, closing the water bar. Um, I appreciate y'all having me on. Thank you for fucking with us. I appreciate y'all what y'all do. And I'm not just talking about the podcast. I'm talking about the work that y'all do in the community that people don't know about. I appreciate y'all allowing me to come through sometimes. You know what I'm saying? And participate in the work that y'all do in the community. And um, I'll do whatever I can to continue to support y'all because y'all doing real work. And shit, thank you for having me on the 50th. Ooh, I forgot all about that. Because we've been talking too fucking long. <laughs> I'm sweating in this bitch. Let's be spicy in this motherfucker. We can't turn the fan on because you're going to hear this shit. Don't worry. By episode 100, you're watching, nigga. We're going to be in some nice shit. Yeah, we're going to have a. Or maybe we won't. Who knows? We can call Jay Z and see if we can get y'all something. Get a a Rock Nation. We need that Rock Nation contract. contract. Hove, if you're listening. Hove. Tap in, Hove. Let me get that Rock Nation chain, man. (laughs) Episode 50. Hella black. Gotta go.